Hello once again everybody, good evening and welcome once again to Cash Cow. So today is going to be the third part of Cash Cow's crypto series and last week we talked about Ether and Ethereum and today we're going to talk about something that's super important to know when talking about crypto and we're going to talk about proof of work versus proof of stake. Let's go. Welcome to Cash Cow, the show where we talk about finance, accounting, investments and many more. Join us as we walk through the big world of finance one step at a time. Alright, so before we head right into the episode, let's talk a little bit about what's been happening with Bitcoin and cryptocurrency this past week. And I think uh, the most exciting piece of news is definitely El Salvador being the first country to recognize Bitcoin as a legal tender and basically accepting it, accepting Bitcoin as currency, which is a breath of fresh air, if I'm being honest, after all the FUD news, um, fear, uncertainty and doubt, by the way, there's FUD, um, which is negative news surrounding cryptocurrency and the Elon Musk debacle and uh, all these kind of things. El Salvador comes as a breath of fresh air and I feel that a lot of countries might follow its lead and adopt Bitcoin as a legal currency, which means now you can actually go to El Salvador and use your Bitcoin and buy stuff, right? And that's great. That's that's wonderful news. Um, and uh, there's a lot of... Uh, the news has been going back and forth lately, right? There's been the Elon Musk thing about the green energy, um, him apparently now finding out that uh, Bitcoin is new. Um, the mining process of Bitcoin is not so green, which is um, a fair point, but, you know, I'll reserve my thoughts on that. But that resulted in a bit of a crash, you know, uh, recently. And uh, and then after that, we had a lot more news coming out in a negative perspective, especially with the China crackdown on cryptocurrency miners and, um, you know, those kind of things. So El Salvador definitely comes as a breath of fresh air. And I think it's good. And um, so on the local end, on in Malaysia, um, I guess pretty, things are pretty much BAU. Uh, we've been extended the lockdown has been extended uh, what they call fmco if i'm not wrong uh, it's been extended until the end of june so do stay safe do stay at home um, as much as possible and uh, let's all stay indoors right and do support you know your local vendors as i always say order in and uh, support them tip your grab food drivers if your income has not taken a hit during this period we support each other right okay so now <coughs> excuse me So that's out of the way. Let's get right into the episode. So today we're going to talk about proof of work and proof of stake. So these are two very important concepts in crypto, right? Behind every cryptocurrency, there is a network of computers that help um, secure the the software from uh, attackers and and regulates the issuance of new units to its supply, right? Uh, I I, I may say software, but I mean network, secure the network. And they are probably, you know, hundreds and thousands of participants who work on verification and uh, of these transactions that happen on the blockchain and uh, on the block mining activities. So these um, publicly shared ledgers, right, need an effective uh, system in order to secure these transactions that happen on the network and to make sure they are all genuine and all the participants agree on uh, a consensus. So... The system of doing so, the system of verifying uh, entries into the blockchain is called a consensus mechanism, right? To to validate a ledger on the block 
or to validate a transaction. It's called a consensus, consensus mechanism. So the two most widely used uh, consensus mechanisms are things called proof of work, it's POW, and proof of stake. And they both regulate the process in which transactions between uh, users are verified and added to the blockchain's public ledger. So don't worry, um, that all sounds a lot like a lot of jargon and um, random words. Uh, but we get into it, we'll go into a bit of examples and then we'll get right into how these two concepts work. So let's start first and foremost with POW, proof of work, right? Because this was the pioneer, uh, Bitcoin users, uh, POW, and a lot of other coins as well. So this concept was uh, originally proposed as a means to combat spam email actually, but it was uh, Satoshi Nakamoto that actually adopted it uh, to Bitcoin and blockchain and, and thus making it a pioneer for a lot of the cryptos out there. So proof of work is essentially a decentralized consensus mechanism that uh, requires members of a network to expend effort solving um, a random mathematical puzzle, right? To prevent anybody from uh, trying to uh, bypass or, or cheat the system, right? So due to proof of work, uh, Bitcoin and other cryptocurrency transactions can be processed peer-to-peer in a secure manner and they don't need a trusted third party. Now, again, this sounds like jargon, so let's go into an example. So the block, excuse me, the blockchain, right? is a big database that every user can see right it's a ledger it's a public um ledger okay and you can check you you can't edit transactions you can only append transactions uh, as in add in transactions and everyone can look at it it's very publicly available right you can see uh, which wallet has received what transactions and so on and so forth so let's let's go back to the real world um picture it like this okay you and a few of your friends have a notepad Okay, there's a single book, okay, one book. And every time you guys want to, let's say you're playing a game of cards. Lah. You're playing a game of blackjack and every time you win or lose, um, you have to pay the person money. But at the point of time, you three don't have money or you decide, hey, let's not change cash so many times uh, because you have limited amount of notes. Let's just keep a, tra- a log of all your transactions and in the end, we will settle the final balances. Right? So you come up with a ledger. Right, a notepad. So let's say example as three friends. Um, I don't know, Michael, let's say Kumar and Tan. Okay, these three dudes are play, play, playing uh, poker or blackjack or whatever. So the first time, uh, Michael pays Kumar $5. And then Kumar pays Tan $2. So now there's another aspect of this, right? Each time you make a transaction, drawing back to the blockchain example, uh, you refer to the transaction where the funds came from. So that means if Kumar is paying Tan $2, he's actually paying $2 from his first transaction with Michael of $5. So it's the 5 and then the 2 from the 5, right? if it makes sense. So now we have a way to track the units with the entries in the notepad. It's kind of like double entry accounting in a way if you think about it, right? And Kumar wants to make another transaction with the money that he receives uh, to Tan, right? So if he does that, everyone will know immediately. And um, the, the, let's say, for example, he gives that same two and then he wants that same two to, to give to someone else and he tries to cheat the system. You can't do that when you're playing with three friends and they all check each entry in your notepad, which is similar to what happens in this blockchain ledger and what we're doing essentially when we do proof of work. So now let's imagine like Kumar, Tan and Michael have... These are three guys, right? It's very easily to check... Um, it's very easy to check what happens during that poker game by just looking at the notepad, right? I mean, how, how uh, even if it goes on for hours, there's a limited number of transactions and it can be easily checked by everyone right, in, in a few hours. So 
that is okay. But what if we have a group of 10,000 people? So this notepad idea, you can't use it in 10,000 pe- uh, participants because no one can give, wants to give it to one person to trust because that's essentially centralized finance. And at the same time, you know, you don't know what else to do, right? So that's where proof of work comes in. So it ensures that the users aren't spending money that they don't have the right to spend. So the goal of proof of work is to prevent users from printing extra coins right, that they didn't earn or double spending. So by using, uh, I'm not going to go into the whole uh, technology of it and go too deep into it because it's a lot of jargon and and, and frankly, you don't need to understand the end-to-end aspect of uh, proof of work, but you just need to know how it works and, and, and why it works. So by using a combination of game theory and uh, cryptography, which is essentially the building blocks of cryptocurrency, the proof-of-work algorithm enables anyone to update the blockchain according to the rules of the system, right? So, and when I mentioned cryptography, it's actually an advanced form of mathematics. So proof-of-work is based on that, which means cryptocurrency is also based on that. So cryptography uses mathematical equations that are so difficult that only... Uh, very powerful computers can solve them. So the people who use computers to solve this are called miners. Okay? They are mining for Bitcoin. Just like how you mine for gold, you're mining for Bitcoin. I'm going to say Bitcoin and crypto uh, interchangeably a lot, but essentially when I say this, it it applies to all uh, cryptos that are mined using this proof-of-work consensus, consensus mechanism. right? Okay, so back to this. And uh, miners will earn the Bitcoin if they guess a matching combination. And the more computations they churn out, or in other words, the more powerful uh, the computer you use, the more Bitcoin you're likely to earn. So what computations are the miners making exactly, you might ask, right? So in Bitcoin, miners spit out so-called something called hash, right? Which turns an output into a random-looking uh, string of letters and numbers. You can easily Google hash and all this, and there's a lot of great videos. I'm going to link a few videos so you can actually visualize this, right? It's, it's great to visualize things after you've heard this. So the goal of, of the miners is to essentially create a hash matching uh, the target so-called set by Bitcoin. And they must create a hash with enough zeros in front. So if you study statistics and all, you know the probability of doing this, it's very, very low. Right? So that's why a lot of miners across the world are making trillions of search computations a second so they can be done. And that's why it's called proof of work because by solving the equation, you're actually proving that you have done the work necessary to validate the transaction and add the next block into the ledger, thus proof of work. Now, whoever reaches the goal first wins a batch of Bitcoin cryptocurrency or whatever cryptocurrency is being mined. Then the Bitcoin protocol creates a new value that the miners must hash. And then they must start the race to find that winning uh, hash function all over again. So it can be a little confusing, right? But we can super simplify this uh, like this, okay? Proof of work is essentially trying to solve a mathematical equation to validate transactions on the blockchain with a reward of the cryptocurrency that you're validating given to you if you're successful, right? That's a very simplified explanation of this. Um, So coins like Bitcoin, Dogecoin, Litecoin, um, Ether, those coins are all mined and they use proof of work. But Ethereum, as I mentioned in my last episode, will soon get the Ethereum 2.0 upgrade, which will migrate into the POS system or the proof of stake system. Uh, you can Google Beacon Chain uh, Blockchain to know more about this or just Google Ethereum 2.0 and you'll be taken to the main website and they have the whole explanation on there. Or you can go to your Binance and there's a small little icon where you can click Ethereum 2.0 and get to know Ethereum 2.0. It's very exciting. There's a lot of exciting things happening 
with this upgrade and everyone has been waiting for this for a very very long time now it's a perfect segue to go into our next uh, segment which is proof of stake now for proof of stake cryptocurrency validators um, can validate block transactions based on the number of coins a validator holds so this proof of stake was actually created as an alternative to proof of work right it was suggested online um, and uh, proof of work requires a huge amount of energy as you know um, Elon Musk has been touting recently but proof of stake gives mining power based on the percentage of coins held by a miner so essentially it's a bit greener it's a bit energy efficient compared to bit uh, compared to proof of work so how does this work right so we know how uh, proof of work uh, works right <laughs> using resources to guess a number and prove the work was done so proof of stake works like this you essentially lock a certain amount of funds or a stake on a network computer or a node in technical terms and then now you stake your coins right you're essentially taking part in a contest of which node will succeed to forge the next block so the winner depends on a lot of factors actually the number of coins being staked the tenure of the coins that's being staked uh, and there's an aspect of randomization as well to avoid any single node gaining a monopoly um, but the winner will get to forge a block and be rewarded with coins right so this is the basic model like i said i'm not going to go too much into details or tech or jargon but the basic um, way of how proof of stake works is like that so there could be a variation on the consensus model depending on the coin uh, and how distributions are made and so on like for example the way solana does proof of stake could differ from the way cardano does proof of stake for example but um I, what i'm saying here is a base version of it and essentially all this proof of stake use some version of this mechanism that i'm telling you about so to reiterate when you stake the coins you can't actually use the coins you've staked so the simple way of, of thinking uh, of this is when you put money in a fixed deposit right the money is still yours for sure um, but you can't use the money right or else you forfeit the benefits so you put even uh, like 10000 ringgit you can't use the 10000 ringgit right otherwise your whatever interest that you're earning will be burned right if you've done fixed deposit or you considered it before you know exactly how this works so it's sort of the same idea in proof of stake uh, at least on a you know investment perspective but the main idea is the particip participants can lock their coins right and in particular uh, intervals the protocol randomly assigns the right to one of them to validate the next block so typically the probability of being chosen is proportional to the amount of coins right the more you have the higher the chances and but then again there's that aspect of randomization that i talked about so it's not essentially favoring the rich here and uh, you know the richest person has the most coins if you think about it um proof of work also favors the rich because you can buy more expensive equipment more powerful equipment and mine more right and it's two different things but uh, that's how it is right so simply put staking is the act of locking locking cryptocurrencies to receive rewards right so with proof of work miners are the participants huh? and they are more likely to add additional blocks to the blockchain if they have more computational power which is fueled by electricity now in proof of stake however validators are more likely to win additional blocks if they have more money for example in the case of ethereum they have more ether in other words proof of stake re relies on proof of how much stake you have in the system right stake as in stakeholders right you are you have most the most stake you have the more you have to prove which is more coins that you can get so 
going to the real world and how investments and how this applies to your investments and all this this is a way to actually earn passive income right which you can do via exchanges like binance or kucoin by joining a staking pool right uh, there's a lot of other options there's yield farming and liquidity pools and all this but staking is a great way to earn passive income you can go in you can check your staking by the way i think uh, last two days or three days uh, i think it was nearly a week la, a week ago that they were having a high yield uh, staking offers which i joined with my um, cardano i put it on that staking model uh, yeah so that's that's a one good thing about binance where you can actually stake it and earn uh, interest on your coins you can go in and check it on binance i'll probably do a quick tutorial on it uh, one of these days on my instagram but anyway which system is better now we know proof of work is proving that you've done the work by the complicated transactions that you solve and proof of stake is proving you have a stake by the number of coins you have so which is better so this question is actually still up for debate and undeniably proof of stake is the more energy efficient consensus mechanism and personally i think eventually proof of stake is the way we will go until we will find an even better um, consensus mechanism right even ethereum is going for the proof of stake uh, eventually once the upgrade is done and I feel that a lot of newer coins are going towards that uh, going towards that model instead of the proof of work model. But again, it's apples and oranges, okay? So neither is better than the other, neither is worse than the other. It's completely two different things and you can't compare it which is better and this and that, right? But if you're looking for it depends on which aspect you're looking at lah. If you're looking at energy efficiency, then undeniably proof of stake is better. But if you're looking at, you know, how it's done or the way it's I don't know, there's a lot of different factors you can look at it. and it's end of the day is apples and oranges right it's, it depends on how, what coin it is and what uh, the plans are for the coin and how the distribution is intended and that's the consensus mechanism that the developers will choose right so that is all um rather lengthy episode today but i'm glad we did this proof of work versus proof of stake i hope you enjoyed it um let's get chatting on cryptocurrency and all direct message me on instagram And thanks for all of you who have dropped your comments and uh, you know send me messages and stuff like that really appreciate every time i hear a little notification bell on my phone and once again please do drop your thoughts on anything uh, and i thank you for your time for listening thanks for listening and may your assets ever outweigh your liabilities until next week this was cash cow and good night